In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Running in the dark, a stone out of place, a broken seal, and an open door, sweat evaporating on necks and ankles, chills the skin of two men who followed him everywhere. Tears well up and spill over in the eyes of a woman who loved him above all else. Hearts beat faster and hands tremble. Reason flutters, it falters, and reason fails. In the face of a newfound and deafening absence, where he who said I am seemed not to be, and yet a light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Words whispered in the beginning return. A new song gathers within silence. He is here because he was there first. Implausibly, illogically, mysteriously, and tangibly, lovingly, and victoriously. The presence of our crucified and risen Lord made manifest as gradually and steadfastly as the rising sun and as flowers bloom in the springtime. A love stronger than death. Why have we come here? Why are we here? We're still runners in the dark, aren't we? Testing if seeing is really believing, especially in an era of AI, where the number one fabricated image, you may have seen this in the news, was the Pope, except for one small detail, the ring on his finger. We're here and we stand again in his presence, testing if seeing is really believing. It's a new beginning and a new song gathering within the silence. So what do we find here if seeing is believing? Is it just a poignant metaphor? Is it a beautiful idea or a sophisticated allegory? Is it a universal archetype? The resurrection will not fit into any of these boxes, however lovely. Metaphor and idea and allegory inevitably shape any language we use to describe it. But the resurrection is the naked reality to which they point. The white beam of light passing through a prism and refracting a rainbow of color, a sign of love covenant. The resurrection is the parent, metaphor and allegory and a shadow on a wall. Those are her children and they point us in a direction. They inspire art and music and culture, things we love at grace and we lift up. They give us ground to stand on for a time until we get knocked down. But mere metaphor cannot save us from the grave and the gate of death. 
and they don't add up to Easter hope. Only our trust in a living human, one who healed, one who loved, one who fought and one who died and one who bled, and one who gave his life for us, only a living person in the cold morning air as sweat dries and tears fall, only that trust in a real human person can prepare us to sing into the mouth of the grave. Alleluia, he is risen. This is what we come to believe. This is what we hold fast and what we cherish. It's the light by which we see the world and each other. It's real. It's not an image on a wall or scrolling through a screen. We don't need artificial intelligence for it. We need to return again to human intelligence and the heart of a love that cannot be broken. So a voice may reasonably ask, and has asked since the first century, if this is real, and if this can be trusted, how has this resurrection made my life or your life or this world any better? If death is still my companion, and I'm still lost in a cave, or I've suffered from injustice, or locked in a cage, if the cold morning air is breathless and silent to my hearing, what difference has it made? The resurrection doesn't take these experiences from us. You know this, and I know this. It doesn't exempt us from suffering that's the lot of every human being. That suffering was the lot of Jesus in sharing our humanity. No, the resurrection is the unbreakable pledge that our suffering can become like his, that we can imitate and model a love and a life poured out for those we love and even for our enemies, especially in times like these that have become so tribal. The resurrection of Jesus and the words of Rowan Williams is an open door that exists in the heart of every situation because of God's freedom. The resurrection of Jesus Christ, the Word made flesh, neutralizes the power of every cage that we make and fills them with raw potential for good and glory. One year ago, our beloved Marcy Markey passed away. Many of you who are regular Grace members knew her well. She was our altar guild chair. And it was one day ago this year that we lit the Paschal candle once again and celebrated her resurrection before the new vigil of Easter. She reminded me in her life in so many ways of who this Jesus was, a constant gardener, someone who comes to us and is very real, but is gradual and tender, tending to us and seeing beauty even when we cannot see it. Marcy and I would have great talks late into the night, and on mornings like these, I would go over and knock on her door and say, what should I say on Sunday morning? You have so much more wisdom and experience than me. And she said simply this, tell them that God loves them, and tell them that God is like a gardener, patient and kind and loving. This is the Christ who is real, 
the Christ that's within all of us and who loves you like a parent, like a grandparent, like a son or a daughter, like a lover and like a friend. This is what's real, a stone out of place, a broken seal and an open door to a life of joy. This is resurrection. Happy Easter, people of grace, and God be with you. Amen.